Okay. All right. We're recording now. I believe so. Um, do you do you want to do it like we used to, where you would you would do the intro and you would say our firsts and last names? Well, <laughs> so I would do that because I thought that was a nice little thing. But, I did. But this I, I is did your think it was podcast. Too. Well, so no, I feel like you should do the intro. We're gonna have these weird arguments. I think every time, but. We're doing an episode of Everyone Eats right now. We're not doing an episode of Speaking of Nothing. This is Everyone Eats with Rob and Joe. Um, I loved um, the intro musics that you would musics. I loved the intro music uh, that you would pick for the episodes because they would always be so random. A lot of Kesha, and then you pick well, some wild the stuff. The last, the last episode I just posted uh-huh. was Fifty Cent's Candy Shop, I believe. Sure. <laughs> So and I just left it. I, I I I didn't want I didn't want to edit anything. I just wanted to. I put like a quick little intro on them, and mm-hmm. I just went, "Hey, here's a new bonus. 2016. Everyone eats." And then do you want me to do the official in, no, intro? No, 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 I mean, no. I, can, is... I mean, come on. He's Rob Petrillo. I'm Joe Heisinga. There we go. This is Everyone Eats, a podcast by two guys who like to eat. And then you usually say, "I love I, to I eat." I love to eat. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's uh, just it's so great to hear. It's so good to be back. We did it. Uh, I'm sure just people have been waiting this whole time. If you saw those SoundCloud download numbers. You know what? I looked at the numbers, and one of the episodes had like 90 plays on it. Really? And I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Let me tell you, most of the wrestling ones that I do have like seven. Okay. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? We're only three years in, and we're rocking seven. We took a quick little three-year hiatus, Uh and now we're back with more uh, food news. Um, So I think at this point, I've posted two bonuses. People kind of get the idea of what everyone eats is. Now, you say it was about fast food. I would disagree with you a little bit and just say it was food for the common man. I agree. A lot of what gets posted as food news, especially back then, was mostly fast food. Sure. Or at least that's just what I gravitated towards. Because to me, it's you go out, you get a meal. We're not talking you put on your dress shoes and your sport coat here. <laughs> yeah. We're talking a meal for 20 bucks or less. Totally. And if you're going out with, with a dame, maybe yeah. you're going to drop 40 sure. But you're not going to break the bank listening to Everyone Eats. No, 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 no. We are going to cover... Uh, Delicious, cheap, non-healthy foods for the yes. most part. So I feel like you've got. To, I was I was looking. I was perusing the stories that yeah. you brought over, and they both both look interesting, and no. I definitely want to talk about them. Yeah. Um, but I did want to discuss a few things mm. that have kind of come around since, um, since we started this podcast mm-hmm. years ago. Oh. One of them being um, Uber Eats. And and uh, now there was DoorDash, DoorDash and, and Grubhub. Grubhub, Postmates is a good one. Now these there's food delivery like DoorDash has been around for a long time. Uh, several of those have been around since we last did the podcast. Since we did the but podcast, but I feel now. like yeah, I feel like it's on a whole different level. I remember have you use them. I do. I've I've tried to cut back, and this is kind of what I want to talk about. I've never once used them. My roommate, though, yeah. he's all about it. He's like, ha ha ha! I will not have to leave the house today. I it, have Chipotle coming. It is pretty convenient, man, and and that's what I think is dangerous. I remember uh, using DoorDash. That was like before Uber Eats was around, and mm-hmm. and and Postmates and. And I remember looking at Postmates, and Postmates was like very expensive. It is still relatively. Uber Eats, I think, is my favorite of the delivery service apps, just because Uber, in general, is pretty great with um, taking care of the customers that are that are loyal. Hmm. Um, I use Uber to get around town, and the fact that I've been using it for a couple of years now. They have like the fact that like I'm a I'm like a diamond member at this point. Mm. So there's there's perks to to using the app consistently. Okay. Whether it's discounts on rides and 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 money back and all kinds of good good stuff. They give you the best drivers, you get first dibs on all, all kinds of stuff. 
they really take care of me. I know that there's people have issues with Uber and the I way the company. I tend to use Lyft, but I've never really tried Uber. The the only issue, and this isn't a, a card or a ride sharing podcast, but it, the, <laughs> this is what we do on Everyone Eats. You just deal yes, with it. We just talk. Uh, the the only issue I have with Lyft over Uber is that again, Uber will give you a full profile on the person that's picking you mm. up. They'll give you the photo. They'll give you their rating. They'll show you how many rides they've done. They'll show you compliments people have left. They'll show you negative compliments people, negative compliment, negative feedback, r- 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 feedback that people have left. Um, they give you everything you need to know about this driver and whether and 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 it, and it helps me a lot because if they've got a bad rating, if they don't have a lot of rides, if they've got bad reviews, I just cancel and oh, I just and, and I just wait. I've had some bad rides. I've only Lyft doesn't used do any Lyft of like that. three or four times, but yeah. one time some dude picked me up and his car reeked of smoke. It, yeah, it was terrible. I've had a couple of car rides where the, it just it smelled like a litter box. That's nice. Very specific smell. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's so. But my point is, is that the only thing I don't like about Lyft is that you get a photo of the driver, that you a very small photo, and you get a rating, and that's it. You don't know much about them besides that, and I don't like that. I like to know as much as possible. And uh, so, getting back to Uber Eats, the reason I like Uber Eats is because they have all of these things that will kind of. Uh, you know, there's there's lots of lots of discounts, ways to get discounts. Basically, the first thing they do is every five minutes they rotate about seven different restaurants that you'll just get free delivery. Mm-hmm. So, That's what my roommate's big on is. Yeah, he's like, I didn't have to pay anything extra, and they brought this to me. So, and what's good too, and they've been constantly working on the app, is that now they just they they just uh, figure in a tip for the driver with the total. Mm-hmm. So. Before, before, if you didn't want to tip, there was like no real pressure pressure to tip these drivers. You could still do it, but I feel like a lot of drivers probably never got tipped because there just wasn't an option on the app, really. Yeah. You really had to go out of your way to tip the drivers. So now it's just figured into the price. So I enjoy that because so I want to pay a little extra. They figure it into the price, but yeah. the restaurant itself it's is going not to the jacking driver. up the price. Yeah. yeah, and I want these drivers to be getting tip. I want them to be making money. I am still willing to bet you are in the minority on that, but that is very generous. Yeah, of you you're that probably you do that. right. Because let me tell you, my roommate is a lazy, lazy man. Not tipping, and he does not. I don't know if he is or not, but he does not strike me as the type of individual who's like, you know what? That driver did a good deed. He deserves five bucks for bringing me my food. Yeah. Well, again, it's like I come from working in fast food, from being a, I was a pizza delivery driver for a long time. Yes. We've established this on previous Everyone Eats. I'm the, the one percenter. You you're are. the 99 percenter <laughs> common man. I, I'm, you know, I'm a man of the people. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I want them. To be taken care of. So I don't right even the use the service. Take that, people. <laughs> so, um, I kind of wanted to just get your opinion about, and I feel like I've kind of gotten a little bit here, but um, between. I have um, no problem with them. Can I take you down a rabbit hole here, yeah, real quick? Yeah, please. Go but ahead. It, it ties into it. Yeah. You had a Olive Garden pasta pass this past year, didn't you? I didn't do the pasta pass. Okay. Um, but I did, I got a buddy. Who is also fascinated with all of these Olive Garden foods? Uh-huh. So I've I've taken a couple of trips to Olive Garden. Okay, based I on they like, actually gave you a pass. No, no, I never got the pass. Okay. I've I've talked about the pass. So you I've, got the pass. I've had the pass the past two years. That blows my mind. And <laughs> um, it really didn't kill my weight that much. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm happy to talk about my lovely diet that I do now too. That yeah, is we sh- we'll definitely get into slimming that. me down, but. There was a big change at Olive Garden between year one of my pasta pass and year two. Okay. I don't remember which food service company they used. I want to say it was DoorDash. Olive Garden, don't get mad at me if it was someone else. But in year two when I went there, I noticed all these people coming in to get food, and I was like, wow, it's a lot more like like parents with their kids. It seems like people who seem to just – when you're in Olive Garden four or five days a week, you learn things. Yeah. <laughs> and you you observe. I'm very observant. And I notice uh-huh. that like, this is people who seem to be taking this food for themselves. It's not some like grungy dude who looks like he's going to eat half a breadstick. Yeah. 
And I made nice with one of the people behind the bar, and he told me, yeah, 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 we dumped uh, Grubhub, DoorDash, whoever it was. Uh And I said, oh, really? Why'd you do that? And he said, well, what we discovered was when people would get the food at their house, they were complaining about the drivers all the time, and the delivery companies have all kinds of problems with the restaurants because it's like, well, okay, did the restaurant not put the food in there? Did the driver eat it? And he also said the other big issue was a lot of these companies wouldn't update the menus. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You pick up a menu from Olive Garden, you take it home. Olive Garden changes the menu three months later. You've still got the old menu yep. and you're ordering. And he said there are just way too many problems. Olive Garden totally cut it out. And I wonder, it seems to me like it is becoming increasingly popular. Yeah. But I can tell you, Olive Garden's, uh, you know, made to order, whatever you want to call it, you know, like to go, come in and pick it up. Business is not hurting. People are still doing it. And they completely cut out, I think it was DoorDash. So wait, so you get the pasta pass for Olive Garden. Yeah, you have to eat there. You can't can't. Oh, That's what I was going to say. So you, you can't. Like DoorDash pasta no. from Olive Garden and get no. the discount there, there from your card. There are a lot of uh, newbies with the pasta pass yeah. who try to show up on day one, and they're like, yeah, I want to take it home with me. And no, Olive Garden, it says right on the back of the pass, if you take two seconds to read, yeah. it says, like, you basically have to order the entree, and if you want to let them take their sweet time and box it up, they'll do that. But you're not going to then get an additional thing to go. So usually I'd go to Olive Garden, I'd eat my entree, and then I would order another one. And then I'd just ask them for a box right away, and they'd do that. But you can't simply walk in and say, uh, yep, here's my pass. I want it to go. They won't do that for you. They want the servers to get the business. Of course. And I totally get that. And I tried to be very good with the servers. And I was just fascinated that they had such a bad experience with these companies because policing the new menus and the drivers and all of that, they said it just became too much of a hassle, so they cut it out. Can you explain to me the pasta pass? Yeah. Because I've obviously I've seen like some articles about it. I see when Olive Garden is promoting the new pass for the year or whatever, yep. like it gets a little bit it gets a little run on on the on you know the sure. internet and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what is the the deal exactly, and like what's the appeal of it for you? So. If you've ever went and had the never-ending pasta bowl. I don't think I've ever done that before. Well, that's basically what the pasta pass is for. Okay. So there's like six or seven different types of pasta. Yeah. You've got, it's all your basic stuff. It's uh, spaghetti, angel hair, fettuccine, and there's three or four other types of pasta. Yeah. And then you've got your sauce. You've got your marinara. You've got your meat sauce. You've got your alfredo. uh, What's your go-to sauce? Okay. So- a lot of times, I like to go five cheese marinara. Okay. And they've got a a gluten free pasta that I usually get because okay. it makes me just a little less sleepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what it is now. It's like a, like a roti- rigatoni. A rotini. Yeah. It's they always because they know me. I walk in the door and they're like, "You're rotini. <laughs> You're gluten free rotini." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, I am." So okay. I go rotini with five cheese. Crispy chicken. That's my go-to. Okay. So you right. can get, then you get a meat as well. So you can get meatballs, you can get vegetables, you can get uh, grilled chicken, crispy chicken, shrimp, uh, sausage. They've so got, you walk in there, yeah. you, they, they they scream at you that your order because they just, they know who you are at this uh, point. So, sometimes, <laughs> again, I know all the people behind the bar because you can just walk yeah. right up. You don't have to like... Okay, I'll take water, and now you disappear for 10 minutes, and I'm waiting on you. In the bar, they they go. Yeah. And they know most of the time I was rotini, crispy chicken, five cheese. So- And then they give me a little soup, too. Oh, okay. So you can get soup or salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, honestly, I mean, there was a point in- in high school, where I just like hung out with a group of friends, and our go-to mm-hmm. was to get the soup and salad at Olive Garden, yep. and we would just do the breadsticks, do the salad and soup, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it every time. It costs 
like $108 a year. So is, that's that was what I was going to ask next. So it's 108 bucks for a year for the with pasta the tax pass. and everything. And then so then you just this flash year, the card and then everything's free? They run it kind of like a credit card through their system at the end of your meal. Yeah. And then they just you can either leave cash or they can print you one where they charge you like a penny and then you leave, leave tip. the tip on the card. Gotcha. Um this year I think they did 25,000 passes. The first year I was there, there were only like two or three people who I noticed who had the pass, and there were several thousand across the country. This year, there were seven or eight people, shockingly mostly single dudes, at the Olive Garden <laughs> who uh, would show up on various nights at various times with the pass. Yeah. Um, but they had the lifetime pass. That was for like the first 50 or 100 people who clicked. That was like four hundred bucks. I did not get that. That's crazy. So yeah, like it's like hundred and ten bucks. And here's my strategy. Yeah. Uh, I work in radio. Mm-hmm. Um, don't make a ton of money. I'm gonna go four or five days a week, and I will eat there. And then I can take a smaller portion home with me, yep. and that'll either be lunch or dinner uh, the following day or on the weekend or whatever. And it saves a ton of money. I was Even, gonna say. I tip them. Every time my strategy was always like, I'm going to tip five bucks. Yeah. And like as we get down to the end, I'll tip you like 10 or 20 bucks. Um, just, and it's like, it still pays for itself. If you go twice a totally. week, you're paying for, for free food. Yeah. And I was going, like, people at the radio station love to clown on me. Be like, what are you doing tonight, Olive Garden? <laughs> like, yeah, I am. I might walk down there, and I'd, it's like three miles away, so I'd walk sometimes. And I'd sit down, get my Olive Garden, and then I had them all stacked up in my fridge and good to go. It really does seem like a great way to kind of budget. If you're looking for a— This seems right up your alley. It really does. The only issue that I have with Olive Garden's pasta is their sauces Mm -hmm. because they're usually too sweet for me. Mm -hmm. Now— They've got six or seven of them. I know. So— First of all, I've gotten I got completely turned off by Get Olive it Garden sauce and take it home and it's dump not, your it's own not, sauce. It's, I was that's what that was going to be my next thing was that I do make my own pasta sauce mm. at home. Mm, that seems like a rather one percenter thing to do. I, over no, there. I, I'll, it's not a one percenter thing. It's uh, Mister Man I'm of a, the People I'm, makes I'm a, his own sauce. Yeah, I am. I feel like that's more Man of the People than one percenter. Mm. I cook my own, I make my own food. This has probably also been documented on the podcast. I am a spoiled Italian person. You also do eat food in parking lots at times, (laughs) so you're not too spoiled. But I grew up in Long Island. My dad owned and ran a pizzeria. So I was either in the back of the pizzeria or I was at home, and every meal was cooked. My dad is a phenomenal cook. We'll blow any Olive Garden dish out of the How water. How dare you? He will I'm dis- destroy all of it. So I was very spoiled. With I didn't ever have – I never ate SpaghettiOs as a kid. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I lived so on them. I was getting fresh home-cooked food every night. I'm still spoiled. My dad my, – dude, my dad came over the other day, dropped off two – Did dad pe- live out here? He does. Wow. Dropped off – Two pizzas, two fresh baked loaves of bread. Like, I am so spoiled. You go over to his house for dinner. We bought him this thing for Father's Day um, a couple of years ago called a rock box. Mm -hmm. It basically just recreates what a brick oven pizza is. So he's making us these. It cooks a pizza 90 seconds. Mm. It's insane. So he just... I'm just so spoiled that I got to cough here. You you just, (laughs) just hack it up. Come on. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. We love it when you give a little coffee cup. Yeah. So I'm just, I have an issue because going to Olive Garden and eating there. Now, I'm I'm sure that, look, you can't really fuck up just plain pasta. Here's here's your So I like your idea. No, here's what you do. Yeah. You're going to go. Okay. Next year, we're both going to get the pasta pass. I think if if this this podcast continues. I know when it's coming. I always set it in my calendar when it's coming up. Okay, and good, I'm going to tell good, you, good. Yes. here's what you're going to do that first time you go in there. Yeah. Either get the salad or the soup. I can walk you through the soups. I'm a connoisseur I'm familiar. Of the soups. I'm familiar with so the we, soups. Zuppa Toscana. We got the pasta fagiole. <laughs> we got the minestrone. I can, listen, I can listen to you list soups forever. <laughs> We've go got, uh, there, there's one other. Um, 
Pasta fagiole, that's like the chili. The minestrone is like the vegetable one. Yeah. Zuppa Toscana is the... Uh, oh, uh, of course, the chicken gnocchi is the of other course. option, all four yeah. of those. Yeah. And let me tell you, <laughs> they're all delicious in the belly. <laughs> the minestrone is the lightest if you're calorie counting, I okay. will tell you. The Zuppa Toscana is the worst. Yeah. Um, so either get a soup or a salad. Yeah. And then just tell them, like, hey, I'd, I'd like no, no sauce and just get, you know, whatever meat... Uh, or a vegetable you want, yeah. and then get the pasta. Then ask them for a box, throw that in there, get another soup or salad, whatever you want, and then you're out the door. See, I fully support the idea of just getting plain pasta, a soup, and a salad. I would do that. Well, you can't do both. Okay, gonna, that's what gonna, I mean. But yeah, super super you. salad. That's just totally fine. There's rules. I mean, you're getting this for free. Don't don't get too pushy with it. Well, them. you're not getting it for free. You're buying the 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 yearly the subscription. Co- <laughs> Look, the way I do it, I'm eating a ton of yeah. It's and it's not yearly. It basically, it, is free. It comes if, out to like nine or ten weeks that they let you eat there, and it's plenty of food. Wait, what do you mean nine or ten weeks? You can't go every week for the entire year? No, it's not for a year. What? No. That's what I thought it was. Mm-mm. Okay. It's from this last year's go-round was from like end of September through just before Thanksgiving. Okay. So you're paying that $110 yeah. for that window, which gotcha. is why I go yeah, yeah, like yeah. four to five times gotcha, a week. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because no, 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 they'd be losing their shorts if they did it. For I was a year. Gonna, I was a little concerned about that. I was like, how does this? If, if no, it's like it's enough like people buy weeks. them. Gotcha. Okay. Well, look. Oh, not enough people buy them. It sells out in under a second. Really? Yeah. That's pretty incredible. So you need to wake your butt up out of bed. I know it's going to be early, but it's probably going to be like ten in the morning for you. Oh boy! And you need to have your clicking finger ready to go to yeah. get that pasta. See, the only th- argument I'd have with that is that you go to the grocery store, you can get a box of pasta, of good pasta, for a dollar and seven cents, and then a can of tomato sauce yep. and whatever other ingredients Meat. you need to make a sauce. And I mean, you could get, I mean, three, four meals out of a box of pasta. And you're getting super salad too. And no, the breadstick. No, you're right. You're right. There are there's a little bit of a perk to it, but I'm just saying. And the wonderful stories from the Olive Garden <laughs> where you get to chat it up with the bartender. I would like to eventually become buds with the bartender at, at Olive Garden. Look, that does Jason seem like... and I are good friends. Two years running. I can tell you about Shout Leah. Out Jason. I can text her right now. Oh. She's an author. She recently quit the Olive Garden to write her fifth book. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I would, I honestly, I would do the the uh, the the pasta. What is what is it? Not subscription. Pasta pass. Pasta pass. Yeah. Um, I would do it strictly for the podcast. So if we continue to do these, I think I think it would be it would be worth it just for content. Look, I'm coming up on my junior year of it. I mean, yeah. you're still just a, on your maiden voyage when so we get the, there. I forget what I what I had there, and I and uh, it was like. They it was like a uh, it was like a marinara dip or something, mm. and it was like supposed to be like a chip and dip kind of thing. Now see where they where the chips were 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 basically just like I think it's pasta la- lasagna chips. chips. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but now see that's not it on the pasta so pass menu. Gross though. But you're gonna I I enjoyed it Did when you? I got it. I had it once with with you Mariana, my ex. Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't like amazing, but it was okay. I didn't now, think it was good at all. The waiters will also talk trash to you about things that other people do. And I, I learned that like on Veterans Day, which yeah. comes up in the window usually uh-huh. and is a big day to avoid if you've got a pasta pass, uh-huh. many of our armed forces members will show up. Okay. And Olive Garden advertises that you get free food. Okay. But some people, when they hear free food, assume they can get anything they want. Oh, and it's like specific free food. It's a specific menu. Yeah. And, I mean, if you want to see some some S go down, (laughs) that might be a night you want to attend, too, because, again, people get very pushy when it's like, what is wrong with our country? That Like, you're told you're going to get something for free, and now... People have this mentality that, like, oh, I get anything I want for free. It's like, no, no. We have a specific menu. Yeah. And, I mean, this guy said that, like, one night, I don't remember if it was, like, Mother's Day or something, but this one lady came in sloshed and got mad that, like, it wasn't, like, any wine she wanted and ended up getting into it with the the bartenders about that, too. Oh, man. 
Dude, working in restaurants and food in general is can be quite a nightmare. There you go. So can, can I just say that like we'll, we'll transition to a quick story. I was here. gonna say yeah, we we're uh, we just went on a no on no a no twenty we, minute we've, Olive Garden. We've given rant. people great stories already. So I you agree. say it can be a nightmare. Have yeah. you ever been to White Castle? Um, I've been to White Castle once, mm-hmm. and it was. In New Jersey. Because we just got our first one out here in Arizona in yes, Phoenix yes. in 2019. Uh-huh. But in 2020 this year, they've now made the White Castle near Scottsdale a 24-hour White Castle. Okay. Now, I grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, mm-hmm. and we had White Castle there as well. And, of course, you can go to the grocery store if you don't have a White Castle near you and essentially get the same product in the frozen section, which is like the White Castle slider, which is like the little burger, which has so little meat now. I'm not a fan. I will not trash a lot of restaurants. I am not a White Castle guy at all. The, The food is the worst. I, I will eat it if I'm forced. I I would liken it, not that I've ever been, to prison food. <laughs> I would say it's about one step above the slop that Sheriff Joe would probably sure. serve. I will okay, but let me give you let me give and you a little bit of a, a little hidden gem of if, the White if, Castle. If I'm hungry at four in the morning, I'm not going to White Castle. I mean okay. Jack in the Box is open. Sure. They've got a nice beefy burger. Yeah. I'll take a run for the border. Give me some Taco <laughs> Bell. There's Plenty of McDonald's that are open 24 hours. Absolutely. I'm going there. Yeah. White Castle going 24 hours? No, this does nothing for me. I'm telling you, this is simply a gimmick. And the only reason that this is caught on is because they're the only one out here. I was going to say. People will go once yeah. or twice, and they're going to say, this is terrible. Why did they I do agree. this? I agree. I think I remember seeing on the news, there was like, you know, like it was the drive through line was like a three-hour wait or whatever Back in it was. October, yeah. Yeah. Which is insane to me, but again, they're just they're just getting it's not in and out quality food. No, it's nowhere near that. I and would never even compare them. And in and out is also them. wild when you have to wait there for like forty five minutes. That's that's luckily calmed down. I remember when In and Out first started coming into Arizona. Oh, oh man, hours to for sure. It was crazy. But let me just give you one little. This is this is what you do when mm. you go to White Castle. Okay, you get, you have indulged in some cannabis when you do this. <laughs> you don't get you, you get. You get the mini corn dogs. Oh, I did not know they had those. That's what you get at White Castle. Okay. That's it. I'm in now. You get nothing else. If you want some fries, get some fries. Great. Mm. But you get the mini corn dogs, and that's it. Yeah. Avoid the slider at The sliders all are garbage. doesn't matter if it's cheese or without cheese. Just trust me. It's overrated. It's just, it makes, I'm, I'm, I'm not into mini it. Mini corn dogs. Do you know if they have those out here? I haven't been to the to the White Castle. Um, hmm. It might be worth a trip out there okay. to see. Um, but yes, that is that is the hidden gem of White Castle. Is, uh, Mini corn is you get the you get the, um, the maybe not yeah yeah that's that's yeah mini corn dogs that's the move. Can I ask you what year you were born? Uh, Nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, so I I found a, a lovely little. Food story earlier today as okay, well. Okay. That has is this the other. Is this the other story that you no, gave me here? No. Oh, you got that's, it. Okay. That's a different one. Okay. We can get into that one if you want. Sure. Um, this one touches on one food that came out from like we're going back to the 40s. Okay. All the way through like the early 90s. Okay. That and it's all like fast food. So you said 87. 87. So for you, they have the burger bundles from Burger King. Okay. You ever heard of that? No. So Burger Bundles came out in 87. It was either three or six sliders. So this is right into the oh, yeah. in a White Castle theme. Yeah. They were in a box. Uh, they quickly disappeared, and they were replaced by Burger Buddies, which apparently came in pairs. And they vanished again quickly. Burger King brought them back in 2004 as Burger Shots. What? A single patty with mustard, ketchup, and pickles on six joined buns for tearing and sharing. Honestly, I've never understood the appeal of a slider in general. Um, I get it at some really fancy restaurants out here. Like I've I'd rather just get a burger. I've been and I shouldn't even say really fancy. Um <laughs> what's what's the name of the place? It's at the Bethany Home and Sixteenth, right there on the corner. Oh, um, uh, Culver's? No, <laughs> no, not Culver's. It's, Bethany uh, and 16th Street? Yeah. Um, um, I'm blank. It's, oh, Jesus. Santan Brewery? No, it's on the uh, kitty corner to that. Uh, oh, we're so close. It's not, uh, it's not Texas Grill either. 
Bethany home and 16th. There's three or four of them out here, but there's one like right there. Let's see if I can find it here when I bring up the little map. I'm trying. I got it. I got a picture in my head here. No, I can't wait to hear what your fancy restaurant is. It's not too fancy. <laughs> Come on, Street View work. Oh boy. I'm. I'm. No, I'm on the street now. I'm, okay, we're getting there. We're <laughs> we're so close. I'm, Come on. Uh, oh, geez. I'm up in the air. I'm, I'm trying. It's a burger place? They have burgers. They have burgers. Is it a Wendy's? No. No, it's it's not. A, how dare you? Um, I'm trying to think. I, it's I, right near a Shasta Pools. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay, so again, back to the fanciness of it. Yeah. It's right next to the pool supply store. Oh, dang it. I went the wrong way. Oh, my street. God, Joe. I'm trying. What? You can't... I can't wait to. What is this? Place? The Vig. The Vig. Oh my God. The Vig. The Vig. I didn't there, even know there was the a Vig over there. There is a Vig. Right. It's right by where I work. Uh, they have they have sliders. That's all I got in oh. my story, and they're they're very delicious. <laughs> Again, I just don't under I, I I don't understand the appeal of taking something that works and then making it smaller and making multiples of them. Again, I'd rather just have a burger. So, like, did you know eighty nine? McDonald's served up something called the McDonald's pizza. I've I've heard of the McDonald's yeah. pizza. So they brought it back in 2017 at a what? few places. How did we miss that? It wasn't all across the U.S. Only okay. some places had it. So 82 for me. The Wi-Fi is doing me dry here. I'm gonna see if I can get back to 82. Okay. Uh, 86. The seafood salad from Taco Bell. That sounds wow. atrocious. Could you imagine going to Taco Bell and being like, I would like a seafood salad that right now. That sounds like guaranteed vomit. God, that just is uh, the worst. 85 is a little more delicious. Yeah. Blizzards from Dairy Queen. Sure. Debuted. Okay. 84, I saw this on the way over here. The McDLT. Do you what? know what that is? No. McDonald's. And they served it in styrofoam packaging. Of course so you know they it did. would never fly now. In the mid 80s, they came up with the beef patty, and it was separate from the lettuce, tomato, cheese, pickle, and sauce. Uh-huh. So the meat stayed hot, and the salad was kept from getting <laughs> soggy. What? This thing was discontinued in 1998. Wow. It lasted 14 years, That's supposedly. How? That's got to be a select city item. I don't know. So 82. Taquitos from Whataburger, the year I was born. Okay. So let's go more recent from from 87. Pan Pan Little Caesars Pizza, 88. Okay. 89 was the McDonald's Pizza. 90 was Mighty Wings from McDonald's. I remember those. I don't remember that. They served wings for a while, and I actually enjoyed them. Really? Probably why I have a stomach illness <laughs> to this day. They, they, it was just like a uh, like a spicy... Like a, yeah, like a wing. Okay, it, look, it looks like a chicken strip more than a wing, though. There was a wing in there. There was a bone. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. All um, right. That sounds 91, disgusting. 91, the but... McLean Deluxe. Do you remember that one? No. Again, that was another McDonald's product. That one did not taste so delicious. Let's I mean, see I was four they... years old in 91. Oh, so. I was nine, and I'm well on my way to- uh, <laughs> Yeah, your, uh, your fast food world to, tour. You yeah. know, stomach illnesses. Let's see here. <laughs> 91% fat-free, the McLean Deluxe was. Okay. Uh, what's more, it was astonishingly technical. Binding water to beef with seaweed extract to make it juicy. What the it fuck? It was gone by 96. Jesus Christ. Uh, the 90s were just wild, man. So 92 was Domino's Breadsticks. That's when they introduced breadsticks? Apparently, at okay. Domino's. Yeah, 93, yeah, yeah. I did. I have not heard of this. The McLobster. I remember the McLobster. Okay, you're doing better than me then. I don't. I never. I don't think I ever ate it, but I remember seeing it. Yeah, no. So '94 was Buffalo Wings at Domino's. Okay, '94, good year. '95, great year. Stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. What? Yeah. That is incredible. I remember seeing those commercials. I remember that that was like uh that was like the same moment when Wendy's created the spicy chicken nugget you're like how did we how did it take that long Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich 96 okay see okay so spicy chicken sandwich 1996 yeah spicy chicken nuggets they didn't come out like until 10 like years later how do you how do you not figure that out the big and tasty was 97 i remember the big and tasty mm-hmm. yep 
Well, you better remember all of these at this point. You're like Again, I didn't, eat, I didn't eat a lot of fast food as a kid, though. It wasn't really allowed. Well, let me tell you, my parents allowed plenty of it. Okay. Um, okay. Cine Minis from Burger King, 98. Nah. That was a big go-to. My dad yeah. and I on the weekend, it would be McDonald's for the breakfast sandwich, and then either the French toast sticks or the Cine Minis from Burger King. You could just hit both drive throughs Yeah. They're Love right, it. right nearby. Yeah. 99, the big kids meal from Burger King. Okay. It kind of rings a bell. And then 2000, this is the last one they have on here, the caramel frappuccino from Starbucks. Interesting. So, well, that's quite that the timeline. Yeah, line. I like that. That's we cool. We could go way further back. They went down to the 40s with some of those. That's so. crazy. Um, yeah, I just I thought that was some some fun food history there well, for us. It, to to go from that to uh, what fast food has done now, where they're they're making uh, uh, pizza stuffed crust pizza and and uh, McDonald's has buffalo chicken wings. Oh yeah. To now, the thing is plant based fast food. Mm-hmm. We briefly mentioned Beyond. this. Yes. Yeah. We briefly mentioned it, and it seemed like you had some opinions about it. Uh-huh. Um, I, uh, have you tried any of them? Oh, several. I've, okay. Uh, what Burger have you tried? King, Burger King, I got there. You did there the Impossible Whopper? For free, yeah. And okay. It was, it was good. It tasted just like a regular Whopper. Totally. Yeah. Um, and so I would give that the highest marks out of all of them. Okay. I've had the Carl's Jr. Burger, yep. which was just a notch below the yeah. Burger King one, yeah. in my opinion. Also- Tasted just like a fast food yes. burger. That was the first one I tried was Too the Carl's Too expensive, Studio. in my opinion, though. Yeah. Um, and then I've had one of the tacos. I want to say Del Taco did okay. something. Um, so here's my thoughts on it, yeah. which I touched on briefly before. It's it's not any healthier. Sure. Like the only benefit it's still to it, a lot of salt, is if you're vegan or vegetarian. Then you can essentially taste something that tastes like a burger yeah. if you want that. And I do feel bad uh, for those of you out there who are vegan and vegetarian and haven't had these options for decades. Totally. Um, I eat some vegan stuff at work. I like yeah. a product called Corn. Yeah, it's great. That's uh, my favorite kind, and actually. I get huge discounts on the Ibotta app for it. Really? So I... I Buy that a lot of times. Yeah, um, they and do I really like, good like buffalo chicken patties. I do and, the spicy and, chicken from yeah. them a lot of times, Ooh, and the nuggets are great. So good. Uh, they they, low, low, they give low. you the toots a little bit because they're okay. a little bit of soy, but uh, I I love it. But you know what else? The reason I, I buy those too is because it's low sodium. Yes. Um, a lot of these vegan they pack salt in it. So much salt, it's crazy. It's like it's not even worth it. No, and and that's my big beef har har with uh, these products yeah. is super expensive and when they run health tests on them look if you really think you're eating healthier just because it's plant-based and not part of a cow sliced up it's and it's not healthier i don't think and I, yes i think they kind of for some reason these fast food places they kind of promote well, it as well, a healthier fat option people who are not health conscious <laughs> yeah. think it's better for them sure. at the end of the day people but, with a brain do any amount of research and recognize it's still being made at burger king of course, or of course it's wherever. just it's, it's not better. it's the i think the main uh the main reason i like all of that stuff is because it's good to have another option. Of course, it's great. Um, not even look, look. If you if you are vegan or even vegetarian, it's now it's now you ca- you can have like a like a, a a cheat day where you could where you could go to Burger King mm-hmm. or or you know if you if you want to just eat you know some if you want to have a day where you're not just eating salads and and whatever vegan people Styrofoam. eat styrofoam. You could have these these other options, and they are very similar. Like I said, the Carl's Jr. Burger, it just t- it was. It, I still felt shitty from the salt afterwards. <laughs> exactly. it, it gave you all the. It gives you the full fast food <laughs> it gives experience. Gives you all the feels. <laughs> yeah. So you really are getting the full experience, yes. and you're not. You know, you're not eating animals, yep. which is I think is the main goal of being uh, vegan. That's is commendable. To, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think try it's to great. cut back. Like I, I've I've listened to plenty of podcasts where yeah. they stress that 
hey, look, Rob and I may joke around when we do this, yeah. but um, we're both semi-serious at times as well. Um, if we as a nation and world continue eating animals at the rate that we do, yeah. there's not going to be food left for everybody in like 30 or 40 years. Oh, I mean, it's... But yeah. if we have any fraction of a brain and we cut back and even eat like 20 or 40 percent less... yeah. We will have plenty of food yeah. for everyone. So we're not saying you can't eat any cows or pigs or turkeys or chickens. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to, that's great. Um, my attitude is like, look, I try to eat better for me to be a little healthier. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see, even if it's not my kids, I don't have any yet, but <laughs> I would like to see two or three generations down the line have a shot. As yeah. opposed to totally be screwed because totally. of how we lived. Yeah, I agree. And I, honestly, I've cut back. Uh, I don't really eat red meat at all anymore. What um, did you eat last night? Uh, last night, I had the Beyond Meat. Oh, it was a Beyond Meat. I, I, hadn't, tr- I, I, hadn't, gonna, okay. I hadn't tried yet. Uh, I hadn't tried it yet, so I got the Beyond Meat Del Taco Taco. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do chicken um, that's really the only meat that I still eat. I primarily uh, do chicken and turkey and some salmon. I've had I've had red meat, I believe, probably twice in the past two years. It's just like that's it's better just, than me, but I don't do a lot of it. It's just it. It's not even like, and I do want to eat. I do eat less meat because I want to to eat less animals and I mm-hmm. want to do all that stuff. But also, it's just like I just never felt good after I ate like a big like I I, I couldn't imagine. I don't think I'll probably ever eat a steak again on my own. Wow. If I go to like a buddy's house and he's like, "Hey man, I bought these nice steaks and we're I'm cooking." If somebody cooked me dinner, got any corn? I <laughs> I wouldn't turn it away. I wouldn't just poo poo the idea. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go buy a steak probably ever again. But you know, I've never really cared for steak. So there was it's, a, there it's was a, no loss for me. There was a, and I think this is why my body doesn't really agree with red, red meat anymore. Because there was a point in my life where I was literally just grilling almost every night, oh. and it was like I worked at a place where I got a discount on great, um, you know, I got a great discount on on great meat products. You worked behind the counter. I worked at, a place. at uh, yeah, I was a, I was a butcher for a little while, and you've, so you've told some stories I've about eaten, what to and not to eat at those shops. I have, yeah. I think those episodes are deleted or gone forever, but well, we could get back into it at another point. But I did have a period where I was eating a lot of red meat. I was grilling all the time. You know, I'd buy these like New York strip steaks, and I just and you know, it was it's. I get it; they're delicious, but it's just it's too much. It's so, it's tough on the tum tum. Yeah, and I did I did really enjoy the Beyond Meat uh, taco. But how much did it set you back? How much was one taco? I don't even remember. See, uh, I, I recall it being like three bucks. Yeah, I think it probably was. Which to me is like, again, if I'm feeling fatty and yeah. I want to get a bunch of tacos, I would like to get out the door for like six or seven bucks and get like at least three or four tacos. With I the, got, I got, I got three. You know what? I got three. I really? think because I, I, I thought the Beyond Meat taco was like three bucks. I think it was something like each. that. It was something like that. Which is just a little much to me. I just wanted to try it, you know. Um, Again, I'm not going to be, like, hitting up Del Taco three times a week to get those Beyond Tacos. It's the other problem with this Beyond Meat stuff is, how do I want to put this? Air quotes healthy stuff and, like, truly healthy stuff will cost you more in a grocery store. Totally. And it's the same kind of thing with this Beyond Meat stuff. If more people were eating it... It would cost less, but because it's kind of a newer product right now, too, the price on it is sky high. And it's like, well, so you want people to buy this to save the cows, but you're also charging people twice as much or as much to eat it. So there's really no incentive to do it unless you are vegan or vegetarian. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what the market they're going for is just the the, the people that are already doing it. Not the who, fat man who just, no, want, I, I don't I think just so. don't want to eat cows. <laughs> I don't think you're their demographic whatsoever. I think they're just trying to go towards the people that are already not eating meat and would like to think they're eating a burger once in a while. If you're eating Beyond Meat every day, you're going to die very soon. <laughs> it's that is not what you should be doing. You should be it should be a treat just like anything else. 
if you're vegetarian or vegan, stick to your to your plants and your fruits, and because that's what you should be eating. And yeah. every once in a while, treat yourself to a uh, salty burger. Beyond from, meat burger. I don't know if you have to say it like that. <laughs> that's but. how they say it when they walk up to the counter. Now, you said your dad was like a chef. Yes. Um, did you watch cooking shows as a kid? Like Food Network, stuff like that? Um, Gordon Ramsay, any no, of those? Hell's I Kitchen? I didn't start watching that stuff until I was much older. So, from the Netherlands, there's a story out there that kids are actually eating healthier after watching cooking shows with nutritious food. I love it. And I never watch, you know, Rachel Ray or... Uh, what was it, Julia Child? She was I another used to, famous. My dad used to have Julia Childs on a lot, so I remember watching that. But I never, I didn't, I didn't pay attention enough to where like, oh, I'm gonna cook that meal she made. And I'm gonna tell you, this study is bunk. And okay. the only reason that they found these results is because they tested this in the Netherlands, okay. where I'm convinced they have some some one percenter little snooty kids. <laughs> 125 kids in total between the ages of 10 and 12 from five different schools in the Netherlands took part in the study. And the kids were asked uh, to watch one or two different clips from a Dutch cooking show intended for kids. One clip showed healthy food. The other emphasized more uh, gratuitous foods. After watching one of the clips, each participating kid was uh, offered a snack. The kid who had been shown the healthy foods clip was much more likely to choose the healthy snack, which included uh, cucumber slices or an apple, over the unhealthy snack, which was like mini pretzels and potato chips. Okay. If they tested this in the U.S., all those kids are eating chips and pretzels. Well, have you ever seen uh, the photos of different meals uh, at, at elementary schools and high schools from all around the world? No. They, someone did, it was a photographer who basically uh, traveled around the world and took photos, these like beautiful photos mm-hmm. of what, the, what we're feeding our children all around the world. <laughs> and you look at the photo of the kid's meal in Italy, and then you look at the photo of the kid's meal in, you know, America. Chicago. Yeah. And it is very different. Oh, I have no doubt because in the U.S., again, we're about one step above prison food <laughs> and we want to be able to make the meal for yeah. like a dollar twenty-five. Exactly. And I mean, I, I joke, but at the same time, like a prison meal costs like, what is it, like a quarter or 50 cents? Who it's, knows? It's slop. In some yeah. cases, it truly is not edible to the common person. I would see... Um, I haven't seen an Italian meal for kids, but I'm guessing the Italians are willing to invest more than a dollar and change a day on their kids' meal, which is why it blows me away Like when you see these stories here in the U.S. about, like, you know, this school has $20,000 in unpaid lunch debt. Yeah. And, And it's like... And then you see the story every year where it's like, you know, well, we gave Billy a cheese sandwich, and and he had to sit. He we couldn't even give him the prison food lunch. Yeah, we had to give him the shamed like there's like a cheese step below sandwich that. Yeah. and like apple, which I mean, granted, apple is actually good for you, but it's like you can't even give him what the other kids got. Because you wanted to shame him, either because he forgot his money or his parents don't have any money. Yeah, I and you've mean, got these schools that have, you know, thousands of dollars in lunch debt. And if I ever become wealthy, I will try to donate at least some money to make sure kids that you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to become like Jeff Bezos or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my goal would be like one or two schools, maybe yeah. they can actually eat the the normal prison food lunch, <laughs> or maybe I'll. I'll buy food from a restaurant and get it for them so that they don't have to be shamed and eat a cheese sandwich. It's pretty it's pretty scary what what we feed kids these days. It's, it's And we wonder why we have all these, you know, ailments yeah. and stuff. So, but going back to your story here is that I do think uh I think that is an interesting kind of, that's how an do inter- you think that's interesting it, research. How do you think it would play out here in the US though? Do you think Kids who watch the healthier clip would also choose the healthier treat, or is there something about the U.S. too, where most of us? You mentioned you ate pretty healthy as a kid, or at least yeah. you weren't allowed fast food. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents were not giving me McDonald's daily. Yeah. But on the weekend, and off, like my mom would take me to school one day a week. Oftentimes, if I could get my butt out of bed early, we would go to Mickey D's for a little breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so I ate 
more fast food than I should have, for sure. But. I think that it ab- absolutely has an effect on the way I eat now. Um, f- the way In I which grew- way? From the way I grew up, uh, it's just my, my taste buds are just different. I think that... Like I said, like these, like these, like Olive Garden. You foods. appreciate fine food, absolutely, and the the spaghettios you of the world. Proof. You're the one percenter, <laughs> and I'm the ninety nine percenter. I disagree. <laughs> I completely disagree. I think that I was shown the type of food mm-hmm. that uh, you should a worldly be scholar should eat. <laughs> and and I was given the food of a schlub, and I still eat it at times. We, my family lived on a very tight budget, and but we ate very well you because go. you can eat well, and you don't need to spend a lot of money to eat well. Mm-hmm. You could you could one hundred percent eat a very healthy, nu- nutritious meal for a very small price. You just have to know what to buy and when what to make. No. Um, so again. Now, when I go grocery shopping on my own, I specifically stay away from a ton of stuff, not only because I just never had it as a kid. Just avoid the center center food aisles for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. All of that stuff, it just doesn't taste good to me. So I I do think it has an effect for sure. I can't remember what diet you were doing when I first met you. I don't remember if it was you were going vegan or something else, but Uh, you were doing something. that, that was fairly interesting to me from the dieting world. Well, for the last six months or so, we'll say, I've started doing intermittent fasting. Okay. And I started with the, the kind of the basic baby one, which is called like a 8 and 16 or 16 and 8, whichever yeah. way you want to put it. You eat during an eight-hour window. You don't eat for 16 hours. Gotcha. Uh, is and that I including w- while you're asleep? How would you eat while you're sleeping? No, no, no. Yes. Are they counting the 16 hours? Yes. Okay. Okay, so you you say you're not eating for 16 hours, but you're also unconscious for some of Correct. it. So. so I would eat generally between 10.30 in the morning and 6.30. But 6 you're making 30. it sound like you're just, no. I, don't, I'm, I'm, I don't eat for 16 no, hours. I'm not, I'm not trying to. That's I'm what they call it. I'm not saying you specifically. It. I'm yeah. just saying like, they're, go ahead. Go sure. Ahead. So I'd eat between <laughs> 10.30 in the morning and 6.30 at night. Okay. And then I wouldn't eat until, again, at 1030 in the morning. morning. And a lot of people say, oh, it's easy. But then you also think about it, and there's a lot of people. So there are some exceptions to what you can do. So you can have water, unsweetened tea, and black coffee. Okay. So, but that Starbucks, that uh, you know, Dutch Bros that you love, not going to cut it. You can't have a black coffee from Starbucks? A black coffee, okay. sure, but I don't know a yeah, lot of yeah. people getting a black coffee at Starbucks. That's the only thing the, I drink there. I, I don't <laughs> go there. Um, but a lot of people get like the triple mocha with yeah, the shot sure, of this sure, and that, yeah, and that would be cheating. Yeah. So a lot of people will eat right when they wake up, or I've never been the, a big midnight snack person unless I get really fat, and then I'm eating until like you know an hour or so before I go to bed. Yeah. Um, eight hours seems easy to a lot of people until they start doing it, but I would tell you, you'll lose weight. Now I'm actually doing the 6 and 18 or 18 and 6, again, whatever you want to call it. I try to go mostly noon and 6. I yeah. break it a little bit. Um, and let me tell you, it is it is good for the body. And it forces you, once you get in this mindset, you eat less over sure. time. You're not going to be able to eat what you normally eat in those windows. And it's crazy to me because how many women do you know who tell you, like, I need to lose five or ten pounds? And, like, I look at them and I'm like, you're perfectly healthy or yeah. perhaps thin already. Sure. Um, and it's like if they tried this diet, I would be worried that they would drop. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, not drop weight, like drop dead. Yeah, fall And, like, to the pass floor. out. Yeah. Uh, but for somebody like me who's a little hefty, I've lost 15 pounds with it over the last few months. So Yeah, that's awesome. It's, uh, it's good. I've heard great things about it. Uh, it's kind of the new in thing, and it's, I, it's that and keto are like the big oh popular God, ones right we've now. We've got people at my workplace who do that, but and keto just seems like the the low carb diet, right? It's the same thing. There's one girl who was heating up stuff in the microwave, and she told me the other day she's doing keto again. I was like, "What are you heating up?" She's like, "Meat." And yeah. I looked at what she pulled out of there, and it's like four sausage patties. Yeah. But then you look at some of these shakes and stuff, and it's like. Mm. Yeah, it's I, a little more involved, I guess. I don't know that it's really healthy. It's, no, it's not. There's no way it's healthy. Because 
how do you get your protein with it's, keto? Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Like or w- carbs. It was like you remember you go to a, when when low carb was the thing. You go any restaurant you go I to, they have like get a low your protein carb. through the meat. I'm stupid, but how do you get? No, I know carbs? what you mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there's like uh, I what I what I did. Um, it was called the four hour diet, mm. and it was you would eat four meals a day mm-hmm. every four hours. Yeah, but you would eat. There, it was only specific foods, and you would eat the same foods every single day. Okay. And that was it. Okay. So it was like you'd wake up, and you'd have, like, spinach and eggs. Mm-hmm. Very four hours. Four hours later, you'd do, like, uh, you'd do, like, chicken and broccoli. And then you'd do the third meal is supposed to be a smaller meal, so it's like a snack. So you'd have, like, maybe some almonds and, like, some a salad or something. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth meal would be... Another, uh, uh, like uh, another protein, like a like a meat, and you would do a veggie and like beans. The big thing would be like black beans or soy. So like chicken and broccoli with some black beans. Yeah, that that would be like it. And you would just do that for five days, and then day six is your cheat day. You, they want you to eat carbs. They want you to to just shoot Get up that beyond meat, and then you'd start again and do the five. So that's what I remember doing a long time ago, and that worked. I did that years and years ago, and uh, between that and like exercising, I ended up losing like uh, like fifteen or yeah twenty pounds from doing that in like three weeks. The rationale to me always seems like what works best is just eat less, move more. Totally. And all these diets really are just trying to essentially get you to do that or trick you into doing that. Yeah. But really, it's all about eating less, moving more. You you. Dude. Posted something on, I don't remember if it was Twitter or Instagram, but you showed your step count one day, and it was at like twenty seven thousand steps or yeah. something. Yeah, and you said that you like to walk a lot now. Yeah. Yep. And I try to hit fifteen thousand steps a day, and if I can get like twenty thousand three days a week, I'm thrilled. Sure. But to me, it exercising, like if you're really at the gym and like pumping iron, nutritionists seem to indicate, and I I buy what they're selling. You're not going to lose a ton of weight through exercise. No, no, it's ninety no. percent what you eat. Dude, I'd say it's ninety-eight percent what you eat, and then just a little bit of exercise. And you can, a man of your stature or mine, can burn like a hundred calories an hour walking. Dude, so I mean, I've I've definitely gone up and down on weight in probably like the past ten you years. You look beautiful. Okay, well that's very nice. But, I'd give you a big hug right now. But um, I mean, I, there's been periods of my life where I've lost forty-five pounds. And, See, I wish I I struggled and, to do that. And the way that I did that was all through eating. It was never yeah. the only reason I exercised was so that I could eat more. Mm-hmm. That was literally it. There's this great app on uh, th- you can get an iPhone, whatever, called the Lose It app. Mm. And basically, it keeps track. It, you 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 set up a plan. You you shoot. You go. This is how old I am. This is how much I weigh. And this is how much I would like to lose a week. So the one that I've tried is like my fitness pal or whatever, and I just get intimidated by it because I get discouraged. So it basically goes: you want to lose if you would like to lose two pounds a week, which is a lot. That's pretty extreme, but well, dude, that four hour that four hour diet that I was just telling Mm -hmm. you about, you lose. I was losing a pound a day, and that's that's too much. It's not healthy, but. It's like anorexics out there are like delighting about this this diet you did. So the Lose It app is great because you put in how much you want to lose. You say, all right, I want to lose two pounds a week. So mm-hmm. it goes, cool. This is how many calories you could eat a day for the week if you want to lose two pounds that week. And you take it's it you pull out your phone, you go to the barcode on whatever food you're about to eat, yep. you scan it, it tells you, okay, this is how much you could eat Bingo. of that. Yep. And you just do that. If you just did that. And sat on the couch mm-hmm. the entire week, you'd still lose two pounds. Correct. You do not need the only reason I would exercise was because I'd burn six hundred calories and then I'd put in the app, hey, I burned six hundred calories. <laughs> what else can and, I eat? And then you could just eat more. <laughs> and it doesn't fucking matter. And I lost like thirty pounds doing that. It took like four months, but you did it. So it's a dude. I, it's ninety eight percent what you put in your body. And I would also argue a big thing nutritionists told me years ago is like if you eat out, 
you're basically just throwing things out the window. Yeah. And the app that that I used for a while, it would have like you could go on there and find out like, hey, I ate this at this restaurant, and you can plug it in there. Yeah. But just prepare to cry because those foods have a lot of calories. Well, like, yeah. Come pasta pass time at the Olive yeah. Garden. But that's also why the luck. app is so good is because you realize how little is so much in calories. It's crazy. Good or soul crushing, you decide. It's it's. It's good for you, but soul crushing. Uh, <laughs> um, there was one thing I wanted to mention really quick, and then we're already at an hour again. Well, it's, uh, we're broadcast professionals. We so that's are. Why. We could. I, dude, it's so crazy, man. It's it. What's what's uh, what's so interesting to me, and this is what I wanted to say really quick before we get into anything else, is that well, I will do these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'll talk for an hour by myself. I'll mm-hmm. talk to an hour with somebody else. And then I'll literally like go home or like go meet up with like a friend and I'll just sit there and be like, I don't want to, I got nothing. I got, <laughs> like I could just, it's so, st- I, I don't know if like it's just putting a microphone. Like you have nothing for your friend? No, it's just like, I just, I don't know. I think maybe it's just from talking for so long. That you just want to just sit there I and I don't want to say alone. anything else, you know? Well, that's why when I would go to the Olive Garden, I would just <laughs> ask questions and soak stuff up like a sponge. Cause yeah. Yeah. I don't like to be grilled after I, I'm done at work. I ask a lot of questions, but I don't know. I like to learn. I don't want to have my brain picked. Sure. Um, but what I wanted to say really quick is that I think the intermittent fasting is great because one of the things that I read about it, too, is that um, it helps. It takes a lot of time for your stomach to break down whatever it is you ate. Digesting takes time. Yeah. And I think... You're giving your stomach a break. It's working less with the intermittent fasting, and I think that's very healthy. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect a- aspect of it, and I would like to to do something like that. Um, just start, but start simple. Sure, but you're going to do like a twenty-three and one. What and... you have in adva- an advantage to what I have is that you don't drink, so you don't go out. You, you say that, but I also have the metabolism of a rock. Okay, but like, my, my point is is that you there's this 16-hour period yeah. where you're not eating. Well, dude. But if I want to go out and have some beers and like- No, can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. So th- that's what I struggle with is that I want to go out- Well, then maybe your window needs to be six in the evening till midnight. And then at midnight I can- You stop. But th- I get off work at midnight. I want to go out okay, at midnight. Okay, so then let's push it later. Let's go eight at night till two a.m. That's when I could eat. Yeah, that's your window. That would be the six hour. Or you could do, you know, eight at night till four in the morning if you want to do the eight hour window. And then from four in the morning till to eight at night, I you, can't. You eat. do not eat. Interesting. You just drink water or unsweetened tea or black coffee. Yeah. Okay. That's what you do. Yeah. So, so, yeah, no, people look at me all the time, and I, I can tell their judgment is upon me because they're like, how are you so fat? You, you, you don't drink. <laughs> I don't know at, if anyone at, says that. Uh, they, they do subconsciously. Okay. They, they, they do. You don't. Others do. Especially I think the you're saying that to yourself. No, but no, go no. Ahead. They're saying it with their eyes. <laughs> okay. They're like, you don't drink, and yet you, and I mean, I'm. I'm big, but I'm not. I'm not like 400 pounds. No, big. you're you're dude, um, you're you're totally fine. Here's honestly, my mom would say this to me all the time, and she'd say it now. <laughs> she'd be like, "Joe, you're just big boned. You're just husky." <laughs> oh, okay, and mom. No, I really am. Like I I wear it very well. You do, yeah. And yeah. like it doesn't matter if I'm wearing something tight or loose. Like I. I look okay in it. I think me and you are both but, very lucky in the fact that like we could definitely lose some weight, but our bodies definitely spread it out. Yeah, like, like you, dude. I you you see some guys where it just all goes to one spot. Oh and you're yeah, like, no, that not poor me. Poor bastard. No, I've got fat neck, fat butt, <laughs> legs, thighs, everything. So it looks kind of normal because it's spread out, yeah. nose to yeah. toes. It's everywhere on me. So I'm good. But yeah. no, yeah. I. Especially, it hits me in like the thighs. That's yeah. like the one area. But uh, no, it, it just hits me everywhere. Where I'm, I'm just big all over. I don't know where I was going <laughs> with that. But ladies, no, I'm, well, I'm still beautiful. Just we're big all, all look, over. Look, I mean, that's a whole other subject of the big and beautiful and whatever else. But uh, I honestly do tell myself all the time that like, and and again, when I've like lost a significant amount of weight, it's because I also just cut out alcohol. And see, that's. That's where I would say you have the advantage over me. 
See, I disagree. I think I'm, you have the advantage. No, I'm never drinking, so I can't cut that out. I don't do any illicit drugs, See, any but drinking. The moment I cut out alcohol, I lose a ton of weight. Exactly. So that's the advantage for so you. You we, have but, it to cut so out. Imagine you know how fat I would be if I drank. <laughs> I would be the 400 pound guy. You know what you got to cut out is the fucking pasta pass. That's your drinking. No, it's really not. <laughs> it is. Uh, but that's is. only 10 weeks a year. What am I doing wrong the other 42? I don't know, it's man. It's clearly something. I don't know. I don't know. But I. I I'm so glad that we got to do this. It's it's been way too long. Um, Whenever you want, we're gonna, I'm happy to come back. Great. Well, or if then, other people want you to take the idea and run with it, and they hate stop me, stop saying I, that. I, 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 I will go. If everybody away. sent me a message tomorrow and they're like, "That guy Joe sucks," fucking <laughs> get rid of him. I'd say, "Eat a dick." Joe's coming back because I like doing it with you, and that's all that fucking matters. Oh, well, this is my podcast. No, I want them to enjoy you mostly. Okay. Well, I'm. I do whatever the fuck I want. I don't <laughs> yes, give do. if if people don't like it, don't fucking listen. I don't oh, give no, a shit. No, no, don't say that. Of Come co- listen. No, that's my motto. Do it or don't. I don't give a shit. I'm happy. I'm doing my thing. No, you just told them not to listen. F- don't fucking listen. I don't give a shit. No, I don't I, give a I shit. Want them- I want you to listen, but if you don't want to, fucking don't. That's fair. Okay. So then this is it. This is the beginning of us there starting everybody eats again. Every, well, everyone, everyone eats. Everyone eats. Yeah. Whatever the fucking name of this stupid show is. <laughs> when, you tell me when you want to do the well, next I think, one. I think the plan will be to do one a, one a month. I expect I you think, to have your nine stories, yes. all last minute, scramble, have yes. my one. Yes, and that'll be the plan. You're a man of the people, and I am a one percenter. Great. And I'll be ready to go. All right, buddy. All right. Well, he's Rob Petrillo. <laughs> I'm Joe Heisinga. This is Everyone Eats, a podcast from two guys who like to eat.